the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. We will now be joined by Dr. Mark Caleb Smith at noon, or a little bit after noon. Actually, it's a fluid situation, but we'll try to get to, uh, we will get to Dr. Smith today. Trust me on that, but uh, not at uh, 1133, as I promised you, so I apologize for that. You are welcome to let me know what you thought of the president's address today. Uh, This morning, it was a classic case of, uh, I'm the president, don't forget, I'm legitimate, Trump's terrible, (laughs) and uh, I, I, I shouldn't be surprised. I should not be surprised. I continue to hope that, and I mean, the man's been in office a year, okay? So, like, nobody's coming in the middle of the night to, like, end your dream that you crowned your political resume with the highest office in the land, Grandpa. Like, you are going to be able to serve out your term unless you, you know, are struck dead for lying, which if that was going to happen, I assume it would have happened long before now. But settle into the role, for goodness sake, man, for the goodness of the country. I mean, if you care about your legacy, if you really care and want to be a statesman, then how about you be one? Maybe go back and read your inaugural speech about how you're not going to be just the president for the people who voted for you, including the dead ones. Uh, you're going to be the president for the entire country, and you're going to try to unite the country. Uh, the message this morning was not a unifying message, but his messages never are. His message the other day was not a unifying message. Pandemic of the unvaccinated. Keep your kids away from people who aren't vaccinated. You know, and today, to rehash how awful you are, if you support Donald Trump, see, you can't just vote for Donald Trump because, I don't know, let's say, I'll tell you why I voted for Donald Trump. Because Donald Trump appointed pro-life justices to the Supreme Court. And I felt like my duty as an evangelical Christian is that I defend life. I'll vote for any candidate. I will consider voting for any candidate who is pro-life. I will never, ever, ever vote for any candidate who is not pro-life. Never. Not even if he promised me that I could be the vice president or that I could be wealthy beyond my dreams because I don't think I'll ever be held accountable for how much money I made or those kinds of things, but I certainly do expect to be held accountable for what I did to defend the defenseless. So that's why I voted for Donald Trump. 
That's why I voted for John McCain. That's why, that's why I have never voted for a Democrat since I voted for Bill Clinton twice. Because, and I'm not the only person who's said this, I've had people call this show and say this, that their political affiliation had to change when they got serious about their faith. It had to change. Because if your faith is authentic, then Every single aspect of your life has to reflect your desire to obey the Word of God. Out of gratitude, not out of duty, but it is a duty if you genuinely appreciate the forgiveness that you received at the cross. I'm just explaining my prism through which I look at all things. I understand not all of you do. That's fine. But even if you are not a believer, let's say you're more of a person who wants actual facts. I don't know how you dispute that that life in the womb of a mother will become a walking, functioning person if you just don't go in and rip it apart limb by limb or exterminate it chemically. I don't know how you dispute that. And I honestly don't know how you have any peace with voting for a person who denies reality. And every Democrat denies reality when it comes to the issue of life. But Joe Biden has pledged that he will lead the country. And every person who is elected promises to do that, or at least aspires to do that, or at least tells us they're going to do that. He is not doing that. He is not doing that by continuing to demonize, what, 40% of the population who has not been vaccinated. They do not dispute that people who have been vaccinated twice, boosted, however many times you're supposed to get boosted, continue to get COVID. He continues to lie about the only people getting it, or it's a pandemic because people who haven't been vaccinated are causing this thing to continue to flourish. That's not true. He knows it's not true. His press secretary knows it's not true. His public health officials know it's not true. And he continues to lie. He's never come out and really answered any questions about the withdrawal from Afghanistan that led to, directly caused, the death of American service personnel. But he's got plenty of time to come out and rehash the events of January 6th through his own leftist prism, which, by the way, extols his virtues and demonizes everyone who doesn't share them. I'm still struck by the fact that he said great nations face the truth, and then he turned and walked away. (laughs) I mean, of all times to walk away, right? This is what great nations do. They face the truth. Okay, I'm out of here. Oh, he went on and on and on today about how you cannot raise yourself up by pushing other people down or by taking things from people. Has he read any policy initiatives from AOC, Bernie Sanders, Nancy Pelosi, BLM, Antifa? Has he read any of them? 
Just the phrase, pay your fair share, reverberated all in the cavern of his empty head. I mean, it's just the whole entire leftist playbook is the epitome of taking from others to advantage those who didn't work for it. He spent more than a half hour today demonizing those people who rioted in the Capitol while heading a party that has coalesced around, let me count them up, by any means necessary, resist authority, good trouble. I mean, again, the lack of self-awareness is absolutely incredible. But I've said before, and I'll always believe his mind is so addled that half of the stuff going on around him, he has no idea. And 80% probably of the things he says, an hour or two hours later, he has no immediate recall of what he said. I mean, I really do. I really do believe that is the case with him. And so here we are with a guy who could have used today to say, hey, look, today's the anniversary of January the 6th. What happened last year is awful. Can't ever happen again. I'm not going to use this day to demonize the people who did what they did. They'll be brought to justice. They should be brought to justice. But we cannot allow the mob to rule America. We cannot allow the mob carrying Trump flags, carrying Antifa flags. We have to unite as a country. And we have to do that from the bottom up, not the top down. I can stand here, I can make a speech, I can say a lot of things about how things ought to be. But unless we buy into, from the ground up, from local communities to big cities to states and then to the federal government, unless we all buy into realizing that we have gone as a nation horribly off course, Horribly off course. Far from the country and the principles that our founders were divinely inspired to give us. What was it they asked Ben Franklin? What kind of government do we have, Mr. Franklin? A republic if you can keep it. Can we keep it? Do we want to keep it? Will we keep it? Those are themes Joe Biden could have sounded today, and they could have done a lot more to heal. Instead, he chose to double down on dishonesty. Um, Again, I'm not surprised, but uh, I am extremely disappointed. So I've said many times, and I will say till my dying day, that when people are lying to you, they're lying to you for a reason. There is no need to exaggerate a case if what you are proving is authentic and true. And in the case of the January 6th anniversary, 
and the retelling of the events of that day, I will allow for the possibility that those who have a different political persuasion than I have a point, or at least their argument is worth my time to listen, if in fact they don't lie to me blatantly up front. That is why I reject out of hand anything that I read in the utter nonsense under the byline of Haley B. Miller and Scott Wartman in today's Columbus Dispatch. You can only get it if you're a subscriber. I pray you are not a subscriber because maybe if too few people subscribe, they'll go out of business. Now, I have some friends who work at the Dispatch. They are good people. They do not share the leftist ideology of that newspaper. I will not mention them because they will be uh, attacked and probably um, marginalized should I mention them. But Haley B. Miller is an awful, awful reporter. She does not tell the truth. Haley, I invite you to come on my show and debate me on this. You are a partisan hack. I submit as proof, because I don't want to just make an accusation without proof. These two sentences from the story today. The consequences of January 6th were far-reaching in Ohio and across the country. Okay, I'll allow for that. Until I read, five people, including a Capitol Police officer, died in the attack that began after Trump supporters gathered for a rally calling on lawmakers not to certify the election results based on lies and misinformation. Ironic, isn't it, that she ended that sentence with lies and misinformation which is how she started the sentence. Five people, including a Capitol Police officer, died in the attack. No, no, they did not. One person, one, died in the attack. Ashley Babbitt, a Trump supporter, an unarmed Trump supporter, shot by a Capitol Police officer. And it's the only uh, police shooting in history that Democrats cheered for. In fact, January 6th is the anniversary of the only day that Democrats agree with Republicans that violence against police officers is bad. It's the only day out of 365. Every other day, attack a cop, probably the cop's fault. January 6th, mm, that's the one day. But that's a lie, and she knows it's a lie, and it's been proven time after time after time after time to be a lie. Now, I know she's talking about Officer Brian Sicknick, who died after the riot, And even if she had made the point that Sicknick died of a stroke and the stroke was stress-induced and the stress came from the Capitol, right? That I would listen to. But again, when you exaggerate and make up, or here's a favorite word of leftists like Haley B. Miller, reimagine. Reimagine that Brian Sicknick died in the attack. He did not. He went home. And he was not hit in the head with a fire extinguisher. And he was not sprayed with bear spray. All these things. I mean, what kind of a reporter are you if you repeat lies that have been debunked for at least half a year? I'll tell you what kind of reporter you are. You are an awful reporter. A bad reporter. A partisan reporter. You are a hack. Haley B. Miller is a hack, and the newspaper she works for is garbage because they allow this kind of lie 
to be reprinted in their newspaper. Five people, including a Capitol Police officer, died in the attack. No. One. One died in the attack. Ashley Babbitt. One. And she well knows that. But it doesn't make her point. It doesn't accentuate her point. Well enough. So the argument in this story is that this is a harbinger of things to come if you dare allow Republicans to win elections. And Democrats will continue to repeat this threat, this ominous warning, because they cannot run in the midterm elections in 2022 on what politicians typically run on to succeed, and that is their record. (laughs) I mean, it's pretty hard to run on a record of, well, let's count them up. Foreign policy, epic disaster. Our allies do not trust us. They do not trust us because we double-crossed them, betrayed them, left their citizens in harm's way in Afghanistan. There are still in Afghanistan up to 20 thousand people who helped us in our two decades there and now are being hunted by the Taliban. That is not a record you can run on. Cannot run on our record on the border. Unless, of course, you think it's a great idea that we let people into our country who we haven't vetted, who we haven't, oh, tested for COVID. So let's get this straight. The only place where COVID is not a danger is at a BLM rally in the summer of 2020. Or if you're an illegal alien crossing the southern border, then COVID is not a problem. Then we can allow you to go out, shout, throw rocks, throw bottles, throw soup cans that you were going to take to the food pantry, except, oh, there's a cop. I'll just give it to him in the forehead. So... This is why it's hard for me to give any time to the viewpoint that January 6th is indicative of some kind of greater danger to our country. Because the people who are making that case cannot make the case on the merits, on the truth. They have to exaggerate it. And when they exaggerate, there has to be an agenda behind why. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here. Here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never before seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. Salemnow.com.